0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of the Mickey Blog Podcast. I am your host, Jared, alongside Kristen and Jesse. It's going to be another fun episode. In today's episode, we're diving into all the amazing things you can do while visiting Walt Disney World that are not the theme parks. Because most people think of going to Walt Disney World, you go to those four incredible Walt Disney World theme parks. However, there's lots to do all across property, and we're going to get into all of it. But first, Kristen, Jesse, how are you both doing? How's life? I know it's it's spring break season in Florida, so it us is, covering yeah. these Disney parks includes uh, a lot of crowds. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was just saying to Jesse before we uh, started recording that I was in Magic Kingdom this morning and the crowds weren't too bad, but the waits, the wait times were just, I mean, uh, you know, 35 minutes for Voyage or the Little Mermaid ride and 45 minutes to meet Ariel. It's it's a lot, you know, it's a lot for little kids to wait that long. I was in Epcot
2: yesterday and the sun just chose violence. I was like, okay, it's spring. I understand we're in Florida, but it was like 90 degrees. And I was like, oh, God, I need a cooling yeah. towel. I need my fan. Like, it's getting back into those summer months where you really need to, like, gear up on your sunscreen and all of that. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I have like a spring Disney oh, wardrobe, yeah. a winter Disney wardrobe. So I yesterday too, Jesse's right. It was very, the sun was yeah, just very powerful, so I was like, "Oh, I gotta get, I gotta well, get the summer Disney wardrobe out." It's getting hot. I well, don't know. It's funny
0: because we've had several episodes of this podcast uh, where Jesse also talks about how she's too cold out there, I'm and then cold. now she's too hot. Right. So what I've okay. learned is if it's not between seventy-five to eighty-five degrees fahrenheit jesse might have some complaints about the florida weather
1: she had her spring yeah. wardrobe and so she wasn't prepared Correct. for summer when you're prepared if you can do it but she didn't have a cool fan. rag she didn't have any of the summer necessities with her and you
2: need those summer necessities i did have my hat my sunnies and sunscreen on which thank god because i was definitely feeling the burn and i was still protected but It was one of those things that I was like, "Oh God, the sun today!" It was just the clouds weren't really rolling in. It was just so bright and blue, and it was gorgeous, but it was hot.
0: (laughs) Just saying. Hey, it's okay. It's just (laughs) listener, if you're located in like Idaho, just bear with us on these episodes (laughs) where we're complaining about the weather while we live in Orlando, Florida, year round. Okay, because there's people out there who have ten degrees and they're listening. Um, I don't know how I would do that. Anyways, if you want to avoid the spring break crowds and or go to Disney during great times of the year for both crowd's sake and weather's sake, definitely reach out to our sponsor of the podcast in Mickey Travels who can help plan and uh, fully just deck out your Disney trip the yeah. best way possible. I'll get into more about our sponsor later on in the episode. But to start our podcast episode, we are going to jump right into the Mickey blog, Disney news of the week. We do this segment every so often. We're going to try to do it more consistently, but either way, we're essentially going to go over some of the biggest headlines in the Disney news world and um, you know discuss them a little bit. Uh, before we jump into our main topic, which again today our main topic are is the best things to do in Walt Disney World outside of the theme parks. So we're really excited to jump into that topic. But starting yeah. off with some headlines and big Disney news of the week, guys. Roundup Rodeo Barbecue is officially open in Walt Disney World. Uh, very exciting. Mickey Blog was there to cover it. We have articles up. We have a full YouTube review up, which is super exciting we've been trying to work on our youtube channel for a while so it's very exciting to have that up and running if you want to go watch that full review definitely head over there it's basically our very smart educated team member miranda informing <laughs> you all about this brand new Thank restaurant you. while i am just standing there talking to you about why you biscuits. need to eat the biscuits like that's that's really <laughs> it yeah mainly. that's <laughs> it's it's great
1: even my eight year old was very curious as to why Jared was
2: talking no about biscuits time. so much, if that tells you
1: anything. She was like, Mom, why does yeah. Jared love the biscuits so much? I was like, They're really good, honey. They're really good. Jared knows a good biscuit. Yeah. And Miranda
2: <laughs> was also wearing cow pants, which props to her because those pants were amazing. Yeah. Um, we tried to get Jared to get pizza pants and he didn't it didn't, yeah. didn't do it. He didn't, he didn't. So
1: if you could all write in the comments how disappointed you are with Jared for not <laughs> wearing yeah,
0: pizza. Because we would have loved that as much as you would have. And I'm not gonna lie, all right, I probably should have because throughout the day Miranda got stopped multiple times for her cow, for her pants, cow pants. pants. And they were just like, Wow, yeah. like you look like Jesse, like you have the attire, like and we actually walked by Woody and Jesse and they stopped and Jesse like pointed at Miranda and was like, "Oh my gosh, like she was freaking out." Um but yeah,
1: Miranda understood yes. the assignment. Look, Jared. I wore my
0: pizza planet shirt. I'm wearing it right now even actually. <laughs> um I, it has been washed in between the times, by the way. But I just the point is let's talk about the actual review here because i was there i know both of you guys haven't been able to try it yet uh so i guess this is just me talking during this segment but either way um
2: (laughs) it looked uh, cute and it looked amazing and i'm very excited to try it yeah
0: yeah i was i was pleasantly surprised i wasn't i I wouldn't say like surprised in the sense where like i was expecting it to not be good i just i didn't have as high of expectations as it actually lived up to like i thought it was better than i yeah than i anticipated and the, and the reason That's for fun. that is like the theming's incredible if you're a toy story fan you gotta visit at some point i mean kids are gonna love it um the cast members in there are so interactive and so fun which really just brings it out and the food is you know the food was great especially the sides and the biscuits but overall <laughs> i'm not talking i'm not going to talk about the biscuits that much in this podcast bug. i swear <laughs> the point is just go and eat some biscuits all right let's yeah. move on no <laughs> no the the food actually was really good the sides were amazing uh you get tons of food it's all you can eat so for the price point it's really good too um just really worthwhile it's very exciting and frankly Hollywood studios needed another dining option. So they did. Doesn't hurt.
2: I want yeah. the forky cupcake. He looks so cute.
0: Forky cupcake uh, was very adorable. Although it's yes. only for kids. However, yeah, I have not seen that rule actually applied because so like, many what? adults have gotten a forky cupcake. No, I'm
1: sure they'll let yeah. anybody order it. That's all I want. And if not, Jesse, just borrow one of my kids yeah. and then just be like, I yeah. need a phone.
0: <sighs> just a visit rent a <laughs> com yeah, and just rent <laughs> one out.
1: Perfect. <laughs> to the listener, yeah, that's not the way, a real thing. Not a I real website. Please offer don't offer children. Children. But they
0: love <laughs> <one>. <laughs> No, anyways, we're going to move on to our second headline of the week, and that's Tron. Tron is officially set to open on April fourth. Now have finally, I believe Jesse's gone on this. Kristen doesn't like roller coasters, uh, so
1: no. And we missed our something came up, so we missed our AP uh, preview date. I might have done it because even though I'm not a big roller coaster person I do try to ride them once you know especially for something like AP preview where you just go in and if you get sick then no big deal yeah you just leave um, but something came up so we missed it I was over there today though and it's like open like you could just There's walk up opening. now the food yeah the food booth was like was going nobody stopped me like you know I didn't have a virtual queue or anything but I you know walked right up in there and was getting photos and looking around because I hadn't been yeah. back there yet and Nobody said anything. It's good to know
0: because when I was there for my soft opening, I was there for soft opening, opening day. God, that's a mouthful. I was there during the first day of soft opening and, and they didn't let me, they did not let me in. Uh, So Mm. yeah, no, they did not.
1: Yeah, no, it's like fully open now. So, I mean, I don't know that they're going to, I think um, the store will open on April fourth yeah. probably I would assume so the new revamped light and power but I think that's really all that's going to change because like I said today it was
2: yeah I would also There's like to state there. that in Maybe one there. of our previous podcasts me and Jared were betting on when Tron would open and don't think I forgot this because I absolutely remembered um I had said that Tron was going to open sometime in the spring spring break area mid to end March So I got closer because Jared said he thought it would open the same weekend as guardians, which was Memorial day weekend. So,
0: you know, I win. I just just feel like this podcast really Really. is just about covering the Disney news, but that's, that is Disney news for like some of us. It is for other hosts (laughs) on this podcast. It's about like ganging up on Jared or proving Jared wrong. And, and, And I don't know. I'm just it's just just happy that I was right. I'm very happy for you. Point is is that Tron is opening up on April 4th. April 4th. And uh, it's very exciting. It's obviously been in the works for a long time now. Um, and beyond all the jokes about how long it was gonna take and everything (laughs) else, I have gone on it several times. I've really enjoyed it. Um, and I think it's a fantastic addition to Tomorrowland specifically. It just fits the theming so well. It's gorgeous at nighttime. It's so pretty. Um, Kristen's shaking her head.
1: I I don't know that I think it fits the theming really? really well. I I yeah I I get it. And when they first announced it, I think I had more concerns. Seeing it now today, I think it 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 works. Okay, it works.
0: But, I don't is it know, because I feel it's like... too like high techy, or is it because of like the bubble dome? It's because it's a thrill ride, and that's just a no for her.
1: No, I feel like it. How am I going to say this and not have people come at me? <laughs> I feel like it almost looks like too good for Tomorrowland. I mean, Tomorrowland, like, it's really yeah. new and modern and like shiny. And, it, and like it's all the the bubble awning looks super cool. And then next to it you have Space Mountain, which is like in desperate need of just a little bit yeah. of love. And the overall aesthetic of Tomorrowland, while it's been getting better, is a little I bit get that. dated. And then this is just like all new. It's one thing in Shanghai where like everything is new and everything is modern and it fits so in there seamlessly. And then this is just kind of like it's 1971. And then it's also 2023, 20, so I don't know. It just it looks a little off to me. I think they just need to do a little bit more than paint Tomorrowland to bring it, like to have it just be more yeah. cohesive. Yeah.
0: Um, so
1: don't come at me. I love every. It's great. Everything's fine. Everyone, but like, I think they just
0: need to. No, kind it's fine. You can come at her. Actually, it's totally fine. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I just think aesthetically, especially at nighttime when you see it go around and around, I think it it just it fits beautifully with the backdrop of Space Mountain there and when the fireworks is going on like even if you're not planning on riding Tron like go over there and just check it out um, i also love the walkway that now exists between Storybook Circus and Tomorrowland oh, me too it makes- it's beautiful a ton of sense logistically. I, that used to drive me crazy. I have to walk all the way back there, walk all the way back in. Like it's a confusing thing, but
2: yeah. Anyways. They always um, had one over
0: there. So it's just nice to have one back. Exactly. I I agree. So congrats to Tron on opening. And for all of our listeners who are planning on riding, definitely enjoy it. We're very excited for you to, to give that a whirl. Um, Anyways, Happily Ever After is also returning alongside Epcot Forever. Both of these return officially on April 3rd. This is coming before the new fireworks show coming to Epcot later this year in 2023 uh, to really jumpstart the Disney 100 celebration in Walt Disney World. What are your guys' thoughts on this? I am sure you both are excited about Happily Ever After returning. Yes. Um And I know Kristen is specifically excited to just never see the barges again. So that that's really where I'm Accurate. guessing we're at. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I'm, I like Happily Ever After better than Enchantment. My favorite is Wishes. So, like, I'll, t- I'll take Happily Ever After. It's definitely better. So, I'll take it. I'm excited. But I'm not, like, as excited as some other people, Jesse. Um, because, again, Wishes was my favorite. And now you bring that back and I'd, like, completely lose my mind. Um, and this, I, yeah, Harmonious, I never, I just, I don't, it's a fine show, but the barges don't make it worth it for me to have to look at them all day. So, it's not that good. That that twenty minute show, seventeen minute show, should have those barges
2: in You're there all day. My heart. It's just not so. <laughs> yeah, I uh. So I don't agree with the harmonious. Obviously, um, I'll get into that in a minute. So happily ever after. I am super excited to come back. I did love wishes. I was at the final, you know, the finale of wishes, which I mean, again, I I cried for that. It was amazing, but I looked at it as. When Wishes left and Happily Ever After came, I was super upset. I was like, I am so upset. I don't want to see this new show. But at that point, I was moving to Orlando. So it kind of was that turning point for me of like starting a new life up here. So the song became way more meaningful to me than I ever thought it would. Um, So that's kind of why, you know, Happily Ever After does have a special place in my heart now. um, Just with the meaning behind it. And then for Harmonious, Epcot Forever, I saw once and I hated it, and I was like, "Wow, I don't."
1: It's a temporary I like, show. I don't, you know. There's something. I was like, I don't
2: need to see that again. Harmonious, I saw it and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" The music was a bop. I cannot stop wiggling during that whole show. Um, I saw it last night and I cried um, because it's leaving. But I will get to see it one more time between now and when it leaves. So that's a little better. But I I did cry. I was very sad.
1: I'm so cold for the viewers at home. Jessie's like pouring her heart out on my facial expressions. I'm like, <laughs> eh, sorry. It's <laughs> true. If, <laughs> if you're
0: not watching this episode on YouTube and you want to come check out Kristen just not care at all what Jesse yeah. has to say, definitely go <laughs> check it out. i no, was so sad.
1: I just really love Illuminations and I will never get over how they did her so dirty. And I just, I can't. And I just, they hyped Harmonious up as this like, you know, kind of game changing show. And it's just, it's, it's fine, but it's not worth the barges. It's not worth the money they spent on it. And like, I feel a little bit vindicated now that they're taking it away a year after it debuted. Like I told you so this was not that, this was not it, folks. Yeah. So, I mean, Epcot Forever is no great shakes, but it's a temporary show. It's what they use as but a they filler. they have kept I mean, are for really... the
2: temporary show. They didn't need to bring back it's... Epcot Forever. No,
1: because they have to clear out the lagoon in order to put the new – like, yeah. that's the thing about Epcot Forever. It has nothing – in literally it, you know so it's not like reflections of earth and illuminations where you needed the globe like and you had to bring that out every night like you have to clear like they have to clear okay. it out and reset everything so that's why they go to this temporary show sad. um so whatever i mean there's a couple good like og epcot bops in epcot forever so i'll take it but i'm interested to see the new show yeah. i really i mean here's the chance to kind of like Disney, listen to me. Here's your chance to to steer the ship in the appropriate direction. Give the people what they want. They want something more along the lines of Illumination. Do yeah. they
0: or do you? Let's let's just well, clarify the the coin here.
1: I think a lot of people do because the reason they're listen, Disney's not going to do anything that doesn't make them money, right? So Harmonia's ain't keeping the people in. They're not spending those dollars late at night. It's not keeping them there to spend that money. Guess what did for 25 plus years? Illuminations. So that's clearly, I mean, I'm very oversimplifying this, but like, that's kind of clearly, I think the direction that more people want. So I think they just should listen to me. I'm right about most things. And I mean, again, Disney, if you're listening.
2: I mean, they're all about projections now. I have a job, but I
1: can consult. I I feel like they're going to have
2: to do projections (laughs) somehow with the new show. So
1: I, they just, yeah, the, that's just how it's going, is they way scale back on the fireworks so they can plug in with projections and save a buck. And, and laser. It is what it is, but... Yeah. Well,
0: all I know is this. Uh, I just know that it feels very good every once in a while to not be in the minority and to instead <laughs> be in the majority on an opinion, in which case I am completely with Chris on this one. I'm sorry, Jesse. Uh, I personally... I, I, it's not actually. I, I guess I'm somewhere in the middle because I really enjoyed Harmonious. I think it's a great show. I, I don't have anything against the show. I just, I just personally think that the barges are atrocious, to be honest, and they shouldn't yeah. be there. Um, and it does take away from how aesthetically pleasing World Showcase is. It just, I mean, does. I get that. Um, but yeah. I, I don't like really love Epcot forever, um, and. In terms of Happily Ever After, I'm more happy for guests more than anything because it's very clearly a big win for guests, and it shows that Disney does listen to its guests. I mean, with both of these things, that's really the lesson here. I mean, they knew the guests hated the barges. They're taking them away. They knew the guests really missed Happily Ever After. They're bringing it back. Like For all the people out there who thinks that Disney isn't following all of our fan opinions on social media, I hope this is an example that they in fact are because they do listen. Yeah. They they do. If you're loud them. enough, they listen. Yeah. So I, I, I
1: agree with that. And I don't agree with that to an extent because there's been a lot of, I think they're listening, but I think they listen when it's convenient for them to right. listen, because I don't think they ever had any plans of getting rid of happily ever after for, for real. I think that whole like, okay, it's leaving was kind of to gauge reaction. Because if you'll think about it, there was no goodbye, happily ever after merch. They didn't, you know, promo it like they did with wishes with Main Street Electrical Parade. So I think they took it away as kind of like a TBD. Let's see how enchantment does. Let's see what people say. And then when the reaction wasn't great, they were like, okay, we'll bring it back. No harm, no foul. So I think they listen when they want to listen. I mean, now I'm going back a long time but when they announced that they were getting rid of Mr. Toad's Wild Ride on the East Coast I mean there were petitions there were people picketing outside the gates they didn't care they were like yeah no he's got to go like pooh bear needs a place to to sit so they didn't care then and like that was a big uproar you know yeah. I mean I how many disney fans do you know have been saying for decades do something with the figment ride it's not great make it something similar to what it used to be they ain't listening because that doesn't it's not part of their budget or it's not where they're at so i agree with y'all and that
2: was a lengthy explanation of why i agree but i also well i was also going to throw in correct me if i'm wrong but they did not do any enchantment merchandise correct
0: they did yeah they they
2: did do harmonious though that's true they leaned into harmonious
1: because they spent like millions well, thought, of dollars on it, harmonious so they were was like, gonna "We're stick gonna
0: around forever." I think that, yeah. I think that yes. was the plan, but it didn't happen that way. Either yeah. way, regardless of people's opinions and all of this, uh, happily ever after is in fact returning on April third. That's this weekend, Ooh. and Epcot Forever will also yeah. be here until the new Epcot fireworks show comes uh, later this year. So. Let's go over the next few headlines before we hit our uh, mid-show break and head into our main topic of the episode. But let's jump into some Disney Cruise Line news because coming to Southeast Asia starting in 2025 with a port out of Singapore is the seventh Disney Cruise Line ship. It will be the largest by far, apparently, according to rumors and reports. Um, And uh, it'll be Disney's first port and and full-time ship out of Southeast Asia, which is very exciting because it just expands Disney Cruise line more globally yeah. um, and brings a lot more of that Disney magic to that region of the globe for you know the mass influx of Disney mm-hmm. fans, let's face it, out of the Asia markets too. Um, and beyond that, uh, another piece of that news is that Minnie also has a brand new outfit for the treasure, which is the newest Disney cruise line ship, which has not yet debuted, but we did get a glimpse of her new outfit and how she'll be the captain of that ship. So that's awfully exciting. But what are your guys thoughts on these two pieces of info? I'm
2: so excited for the new cruise ship. Um, Especially the treasure, but even the bigger one, that's just insane Mm -hmm. to me. You know, Kristen and I were just on the dream and the dream is big and that's one of their smaller ships. So
1: yeah, the treasure is supposed to be like 19 decks or something absolutely enormous. So I can't even imagine. Like
2: getting from one point to the other. I I don't know. I'm hoping they, we did have not really a problem, but with like the elevators in the the midship. Um, we had to wait a long time. So I'm hoping they put more elevators on the bigger ships because I can only imagine that being yeah. a little bit of a problem. Um, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, on a smaller ship. I mean it was it was it could get really backed up at those yeah. times. So we use yeah, the stairs I, a lot. That the logistics of that is like so wild yeah. to me. But yeah, that's I'm excited. excited. It sounds cool. I wonder if those um South Asian cruises are gonna be linked to like, you know, how you have your land and sea packages here. Um, mm-hmm. If like they'll have like a Tokyo Disney, you know what I mean? If you would be able to do some that, would sort be cool. Of, um, you know, with the Asian parks there. Now again, I, the the map and stuff, I'm not quite sure. Yeah. And that's a question for a Mickey Travels agent yeah. when that <laughs> when those drop yeah. in 2025. But I wonder if there's like an opportunity for that because that would be that really would be
0: cool. yeah. And I know this uh, news isn't as recent, but it is important to also mention that. The first dates for Lighthouse Point, the newest uh, Disney Cruise Line destination, uh, were also released starting in June of 2024. So that's awfully exciting for Disney Cruise Line fans as well. Uh, Jumping on to the next few headlines, we got the Disney 100 celebration has been confirmed to come to Epcot later this year. It began in Disneyland in January. And of course, we'll come to Epcot, not the Magic Kingdom, which has been the home for the 50th anniversary for quite a long time and the 51st and the 52nd Um, (laughs) but either (laughs) way it's very exciting because Epcot will debut a new fireworks show Moana's attraction should be open by then Uh, we're supposed to get a platinum Mickey sculpture Mickey and Minnie greeting guests in new outfits and much more what are your guys thoughts on Epcot being the star of the show for this celebration
2: I definitely have thoughts (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Kristen too We're both thumbs downing I'm giving a big thumbs yeah. down um, I don't know, it just seems off uh, First of all, Epcot is still under so much construction That I can't even imagine it being done In time for that all to happen I, I They better kick it into gear Because there's still a lot of work that needs to be done um, If you take that monorail yeah. loop and It's still, like, dirt
1: And we're in, we're in the 100th year now Like, that's now So it's like, what uh, are they, what are you I, I don't, I don't I don't know. It's such a choice. I don't, I agree with you. Put it in Magic
2: Kingdom where everything else is supposed to be. I understand that the 50th was just there, but like that's where everybody expects it to go. And then they're like, oh, we're going to put it in Epcot. I was like, what? What do you mean you're going to put it in Epcot? Epcot just celebrated their 40th. It doesn't fit. It just,
1: it doesn't fit. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not super thrilled. And I don't know. Yeah, I just like visually, I can't see it. You know, Disneyland has like the the banners on the castle and the, you know, yeah. it just, it's so,
2: it looks so pretty. What are they going to do? Put You know um, how they did the 2000, you know? What all are they right, do? you Put negative
0: Nancys. Let's cool it a little bit. <laughs> I think it could be extremely cool. For starters, we're going to get a lot of celebratory decorations all over the place. I do think that Epcot... But an Epcot, but Epcot, leans, Epcot leans...
1: On the walls, on, on a the construction wall. Here we are they go. Paint them. Like, what Another are they going to do? Another up
0: on Jared moment. All I am saying Sorry. is, uh, <laughs> all I am saying, okay, is that Epcot is always the center for these festivals, and it's not to say that the festivals aren't great because I love them, but it is kind of nice to see that Epcot gets the shine, gets the moment for something but like this. Because are they going to do a
2: festival and a hundred at the same time?
0: I mean, it may be. Let's just throw it all at Epcot. I love Epcot, okay? First of all, yeah, second I of do all... too. I, Me too, but... Look, all I'm huh? saying is that Epcot is obviously has great ties to Walt Disney himself, and it logically does make some sense in many ways to have it there, simplistically because it's already happening in Disneyland at the castle out there. So, you know, it's good to to mix it they're trying to do something different so i don't i don't think yeah, it's no, a bad it ain't idea working. all right well, I disagree. That's great.
1: yeah and i agree with you epcot does have ties to walt disney but the epcot that we have is not the epcot that he talked no. about there at the that florida project meeting especially so like, now yes, i see what you're saying but it doesn't it doesn't look like what he had in mind it, it didn't come to that you know
2: no
1: fruition at I all just, so i i see it I, but it's just a choice. I'm interested to see how. Me it too. Pans out. I just I can't imagine like
2: like food and wine and a hundredth going on at the same time. Uh, how do you? What do you? Are the maps going to be food and wine? Are they going to be Disney 100? I don't know. Epcot is just
0: confused. Yeah. Look, okay. Epcot's going through a phase. We, we we love go her and you know we all go through it
1: <laughs> Epcot contracted hollywood right. studios i don't know who it is Different. or what it's doing i
0: don't know i used to skateboard for about 6 months there i wore skinny jeans it wasn't the best phase in my life but i went through it and you know we 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 all have our phases. the don't point is The point is, is that I am personally excited to see what they do with it, um, even if the girls just attack me. Let's move (laughs) on to our final Disney headline of the week before we get into our main topic of the podcast. Uh, And that's that there are three new discounts offered for Walt Disney World. And we wanted to mention them because it ties directly into our sponsor of the podcast. So if you're in the midst of planning a summer trip to Disney World, you can now save up to 30% on your hotel room. From July 11th to August 20th and September 15th to September 28th, you can also save up to 25%. And from August 21st to September 14th, you can save up to 30%. Florida residents can also save up to 30% on Disney World Hotels from July 11th to the 28th. And uh, not to mention annual pass holders will also be able to save up to 30%. ...on some galactic Star Cruiser hotel stays. Now, why is this all important? Well, because as I mentioned, this podcast in every episode of this podcast is sponsored by Mickey Travels. And Mickey Travels is a nationally recognized leader in Disney vacation planning. So they are diamond earmarked by Disney and their services are always 100% free. So reach out to Mickey Travels today for a free quote on your Disney vacation at MickeyTravels.com. That's MickeyTravels.com making magic one vacation at a time now i know that all sounded like one long-winded ad from your pal jared but the reason this is important guys and the reason we do harp on mickey travels on every episode beyond them being our primary sponsor is the the simple fact that they do make a huge difference uh these aren't just you know this isn't some random sponsor we're throwing at you guys like we know the mickey travels agents personally we work directly with them here with the blog and i promise you they can make planning your next disney vacation much much easier so if you're if you're looking to take advantage of some of those discounts the beauty of it too is if your dates fall during that time you just let them know and they'll they'll just plug in the discount for you they'll plug everything in and they'll just tell you hey this is this is how much it costs and boom you're ready to go so yeah. it's it's simple it's it makes your life easier and with how complicated disney can be why make it more complicated and try to book it all yourself when you could have someone do all that work for you at no additional cost but yes anyways thanks for coming to my very long-winded <laughs> talk about Jared talk
1: something that we all agree with jared on yes <laughs>
0: Yes. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Let's move on to our main topic of the episode, guys. Uh, We are very excited to talk about this because I love this topic. I think that in general, uh, a lot of people come to Walt Disney World with so much pressure to do everything at these parks. And and I'm not going to say they're missing out on things, but in some ways you are. And also there's so much to do, so much to see at Walt Disney World that – this whole sort of topic that we're about to jump into will sort of make you want to come back. So I'm going to start with Kristen because she's just giving me this look like she really wants to talk. (laughs) Uh, No, I just, I want to talk about our first and number one biggest suggestion when it comes to doing things at Walt Disney World outside of the four main theme parks, and that's, of course, the water parks. I'm sure many people out there are going to think, okay, well, that that's kind of cheating because it's still a park, still and other people park. might think to themselves, too, like, okay, well, isn't that a little overly obvious? But Kristen has visited both of these parks yes. recently, and uh, why do you think families and people in general should make it a point to visit these two parks.
1: So I want to preface this by saying I am not a water park person. I, my husband would kind of always bring it up when we were vacationing down here before we moved here, like, Oh, we should go to the water park. And I always very aggressively poo pooed that idea. (laughs) Um, and now I've been to both Blizzard Beach and then I was at Typhoon Lagoon this past week when it reopened. And even when I went to Blizzard Beach a couple months ago, I was like, wow, I have been missing out. And yeah. my kids have been missing out because they are like their own thing. You do not feel like you're in Disney World. They are just like their own. It reminded me more of being on Castaway Cay, um yeah. on the cruise than it did like being in Disney World because you can just grab your chair on the beach and then you get to kind of do whatever you want to do with that day. Like there's not like, there's all like Jared was just saying, there's all this pressure when you go into the park. Um, You know, everybody has a thing that they want to do and there's so much and then there's a show and then it's just coordinating your time and your genie plus and your lightning lanes. And like, this was just like, you could grab a chair. You know, I'm not my one, my daughter is not big on rides and stuff like that, but my son is. So my, you know, my husband could take my son to do a couple things and I could just veg out with my daughter. (laughs) Jesse can come and take my son on the Mm ride. But like, it's really kind of like a choose your own adventure experience. And it really did cause us kind of feel typhoon, especially just felt like you were on your own Island. They have their own culture there. That's not like the parks. It's so much more relaxed. Um, We actually are up for renewal on our annual passes. So we added water parks because I had been to typhoon and was like, wow, my kids would really love this. They have their own unique snacks their own unique food. I mean, it's just, I really, especially in the summer when it's hot, it's not necessarily the crowds anymore during the summer that are the issue. Cause it's not a peak time to travel to Disney anymore. Hence all of the discounts that they just released for right. the summer, but the heat, like it, it's, it's just, it, it's oppressively hot. And just the idea of being able to kind of travel to a little oasis during the day is so appealing to me. So, definitely something that we're hitting up now um more with with my family and the kids and you know they again they have their own unique merchandise and their own like I said just their own culture at these water parks that I did not know existed in Disney World because I had never been so highly recommend so much fun you can get Joffrey's mini donuts at both of the water parks which are just like um like amazing (laughs) these little fried sugar-coated donuts like so simple you
0: can get donuts dipping sauces (laughs) no yeah yeah oh
1: my god typhoon has like all of these amazing treats they're like the the cast members were laughing at me because i kept like going up and getting one ice cream and getting a ton of photos for it and then like eating it and then going back and getting another one and then eating it and they're like what are you doing i'm like (laughs) Gonna try all these more like, yeah. snacks. So
0: just, just give me the donuts, put the donuts in the bag. No, <laughs> just I put the in.
1: but yeah, it was it was so fun. And uh did you like yeah, one like better I said, than the
2: other? Blizzard versus versus Typhoon?
1: They're both so unique in their own way. I think they are Typhoon reminded me more of Castaway, to be honest with you. No, yeah, me I'm too. sure people are gonna agree with me, but just in the fact that it's like very tropical you do kind of feel like you're isolated from the outside world and you're just in a very private kind of beachy location. Whereas Blizzard Beach was fun because it has that kind of whimsical. More like, fun. The, yeah. They have that real, I mean, not that there's not a backstory a Typhoon, but there's this real, like, very overarching backstory of this blizzard and it's cold and it's melting and, at Blizzard Beach. So, um, yeah, they were both so fun in their own way, and I can't wait. I can't wait to take the kids back to Typhoon. I do wish that both of them would be open at the same time. Same. <laughs> that would be I great. Um, I wish once to upon a kind time, of get it together there. But you, I know used to be that way, yeah. but that that hasn't been that way now for a while. I think since COVID. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's been yeah. a really long you time. You are correct. You know? So yeah. yeah, so definitely don't be like me. Don't kind of sleep on it. <laughs> Just. Just go to the water park. Go to the water park. The only thing I will say too is, again, this is where using a Mickey's Travels travel agent comes in, is if you're staying on property and you don't have a car, it is not an easy route to get to Typhoon Lagoon. You have to switch at Disney Springs. Yeah. So, again, having somebody that can
2: kind of... Direct you in that direction.
1: Yeah, direct you and yeah. kind of get you, you know, guide you there and plan that that, the, that out for you a little bit is, I think, uh, worth it. because. Yeah you know i'm local i drove but i'm there and i'm like oh yeah like the the buses don't <laughs> there's no direct route yeah, here. Yeah, it's no, a little difficult that,
0: and that wasn't always the yeah. case i mean there there used to be no. a more direct route but hopefully that returns alongside both water parks being open at the same time of course too but You know, the thing I always noticed, because I used to go to the water parks, not every trip growing up, but often we used to go to the Disney water parks on our family trips. And the thing that always stuck out to me right away is everybody knows, I mean, outside of us, because we live in Orlando, so we're next to the like world-class water parks, like the Disney ones or Volcano Bay at Universal, like there's some incredible, Aquatica at SeaWorld, incredible water parks down here. But most people know when you're living in other parts of the US, they do water parks all over the US and all over the world and stuff. And I remember the water park that I grew up near and like, it's, I don't want to talk bad about this, this water park here on this podcast, but you go to something like that. You go to one with a few water slides and a in a really small wave pool, and then you see Typhoon Lagoon, you see Blizzard Beach, and it shows you like the Disney difference in terms of how yeah. incredible and how well-themed these water parks are. And and beyond that, there's discounted beer at Typhoon Lagoon. I mean, what else do you need? All right. What Hopefully else do you I need? just convinced yeah, a few was- dads there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but it's like free refills too on your soft drinks, and you know that includes lemonade and iced tea. So it's not like you know, if you don- if your kids don't drink soda, it's fine. Like you'll still get your money's worth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. so yeah, just like kind of a nice way to spend a day, um. And it's it doesn't break the bank. I mean, I know my I think my annual pass holder ticket was like fifty something bucks for an adult. So yeah, it's, it's still pricey, especially for a family. But again, there's different options and um. A way to kind of not spend a ton of money on the day either. I mean, again, you have to eat,
0: but. You do, in fact, have to eat. Um. (laughs) It's
1: not like there's a bunch of ears there that are calling to you and tempting.
0: Yeah, totally. (laughs) Tempting
1: you to buy them, like, is the situation in the park. But,
0: but I mean, either way, like, it. I know, as we mentioned, the reason a lot of people might think when we first brought up this topic that like, okay, Jared, that's cheating using water parks because they are parks. The reason people are going to think that way is because of how world-class these water parks are. Like the fact that they're roped in, you know, with the four incredible theme parks is a testament to how great these water parks are. So, I mean, highly recommend visiting both of these parks. Both of them offer different things and yeah. and especially when you're coming down here when it's hot out, which let's face it is the majority of the year. Um, you know, you're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna join in and frankly, incredible value on that uh annual pass upgrade oh, yeah. for, for ninety nine dollars getting yeah entry into the theme parks. You don't need to make reservations by the way for that. Yes. And you can also it's a sports and water park option. So you get access to Fantasia mini golf, the 9 hole golf course. Like there's a lot that goes into that. One of the best values I think um out there for for the Disney yeah. parks. But let's jump into yeah. number 2, which is Disney Springs. I know all three of us have spent Another obvious yeah, I know. A lot of obvious here at the beginning. Bear with us. We get more creative eventually. Um <laughs> but yeah, Disney Springs, there's so much to offer here, guys. It's hard to even like fit yeah. in to like talk about all of it. But between the shopping, the food, the drinks, um, and and beyond that, the exciting and yeah, the entertainment, yep. the hot air balloon, obviously, uh, the date nights, desserts, you can go to a Lego store, you can go to an MM store, you can hit yeah. some actual happy hours at disney believe it or not those exist there are also only 100 amphicars left in working condition in the world and boathouse has nine of them which is super cool you got circus de soleil like there's there's a lot going on so uh when you guys think of disney springs and you uh, you got to convince a guest uh why they should go there? Like, what are a few things in your guys's opinion that stick out as to why uh, someone should go? I'll start with you, Jesse.
2: Yeah, so a big one for me. I mean, besides all of the different kind of foods you can eat and the different places you can go shopping, um, it's more than just like Disney merchandise. You have regular merchandise as well. So if you want, you know, Levi's jeans they have those there. Um, So it's just interesting to see the difference of what they actually have. But one of my biggest things is that like House of Blues, they have concerts. So you can actually look up House of Blues and see what concerts are going to be in town the day that you are here. Um, They have concerts all the time. Yes, most of them are separate tickets. But it's just such a cool feature to know, like, hey, I can go watch a concert at Disney Springs if you don't want to pay for it at, like, House of Blues, where it's a little more congested, you're kind of, you know, on top of people, they're kind of crammed into an area, you can actually go to the main theater, which is outside of World of Disney, and they have more um, free concerts, and it's, like, bands playing, Um, they have, like, dance competitions and stuff like that. So it's really cool, just the amount of entertainment that you can go and see, it's just neat. It's very different.
0: Yeah. Christian. Yeah. You're up.
1: I don't know. I mean, I just feel like it's such a low key environment. Yeah. Again, the parks can be very stressful, but Disney Springs again is like, you can do as much or as little as you want. You can go into every yeah. single store or you can just grab a drink and sit down. And um, again, as a mom, and a wife there's something for everyone like Jesse was kind of saying so you know my kids and myself always want to go in like world of Disney and do that stuff they like to go in that toy story off there in the toy store not story store off in the back I forget the name of it the one where Santa is um during Christmas time um and but then again, like there's stuff for my husband to do and there's stuff for us to do. So it's just like, again, it's a low key kind of choose your own adventure experience instead of like, we got to hit the big ones. We got to do this. We got to do that. And speaking of Christmas, they have like that tree lighting thing there every night during the Christmas holidays. Tree like, stroll. Yeah, the Christmas tree yeah. stroll. They do the snope, um, I think once or twice a night during the holiday season. So if you can't get into a park to see some of that stuff, or you're not going to Mickey's Christmas. Party to see the the snow on main street like that's another great place to go and see that stuff and it doesn't they also decorate for halloween yeah and they decorate for halloween and they do like the citrus the florida citrus thing too i forget yeah. the dates on that one but it's like they have their own kind of like little citrus festival down there and it's just so cute so yeah i'm into that like as, <laughs> as i get older that more low-key experience well they also
2: have like fun treats and stuff too so like they have different treats every month like you gotta go find the new snacky snacks
1: yeah the ganachery alone like those pinatas like if you follow mickey blog at all you know we love (laughs) the pinatas we're always there's always a reporter in there like do we get the break in the pinata looking at the chocolates inside yeah like you know we love those and i mean obviously gideon's we love we've Dedicated a whole episode to Gideon's. That's Last down seat. there. So, I mean, just Got so to much seat. to do. Something for everyone. Two thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, I, I think. Springs.
0: I, I think that's really the best way to put it. There really is something for everybody. Like if you're trying yeah. to go to Disney Springs for a nicer date night, you can do that. If you're trying to go there
2: or a low-key date night.
0: Or a low-key date night, you could do that. Um if you want to go bowling, you can go there because there's Spitzville. Like yeah. you want to watch know, a movie. There exactly. There's the AMC. <laughs> there's you know, yeah. there's there's so many things to do. There's but there's also obviously the Disney touch of the Disney merchandise and the stores and things like that. Um so it is great and I do love Disney Springs during the holidays. I mean, frankly, I to to really add to this, I'm a local um and I've been living in Orlando now for 4 years and I go to Disney Springs at least once or twice a month just for like fun, you know. Yeah. So yeah. that's I I go because I personally love to go grab drinks with my wife and I think it's a great place to do that. Like there's, yeah. there's Raglan road over there. It's a great Irish pub. There's, there's just a lot brunch. of, yeah, yeah we they were just there brunch. for brunch. Um, yeah. I'm sure you guys had a great time. Thanks for the invite. We did. Um, no, we I just were think, <laughs> invited, <Jerry>. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, I just, I'm just being dramatic. The point is <laughs> is that Disney Springs is absolutely worth your time and if you can't fit, like, a full day into Disney Springs, which I don't even think you should, I think you should okay. spend a day at your resort pool and then mm-hmm. head over to Disney Springs around 4 or 5 o'clock and then spend a yeah. night at Disney Springs because there's so much to do over there for your whole family, for kids, for adults, for everybody. And, uh, yeah, you really can't get bored. And, truly, we could do a whole episode on Disney Springs. There's so much oh, to yeah. do over there. So yeah. let's jump into some of our other – uh you know, sort of ideas for guests because there are lots of uh, different ones that we think that, you know, that in general, I think might not be as popular. Some are going to be more popular than others, but yeah. of course there's mini golf offered at uh, Walt Disney World. There's a few I different mini Disney golf mini courses. Golf. Yeah, there, there's a few of them. Obviously you got Fantasia, which I offers one of the better mini golf locations in the world. And I'm not lying about that. The reason I mention that is because some of the PGA tour members literally go there and like have competitions with each other. It's like a, an immersive competitive putt putt sort of thing. And the reason I'm mentioning this is because some of these holes are literally like, like a hundred feet to or sorry like 100 yards away not 100 yards but like 50 yards away like they're intense like this is intense yeah meatball. uh so you can do that but you can still also just like do the course with your kids with like the dragons and the and the castles and the yeah whatever else. there's
2: the fantasia side that is like the fun sing-along rhyming you know put put into mickey mouse in a you know windmill kind of put put but then there is that other side that is all green course that is like like Jared was just saying, like people actually come and like professionally golf on it. Um, I'm never interested on that side. I I like the fun side, um, but it's so so cool. I love it.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, also, I think uh, there's there's what's the the other course that is quite popular is Winter Summerland. Yes. Um, and Winter is Summerland attached to
1: Blizzard Beach too, so you could definitely make like a. A day, like a half day, half day, half day, make yeah, a day exactly. Of it. Half you day, could, half day.
0: You could spend your day in Orlando, Florida, just immersed in winter themed locations if you wanted to. If you wanted really to,
2: I just took but... my dad to Winter Summerland and we played Summer Side because there's a summer side and a winter side. So he actually is coming up at the end of April, and I was like, We got to go do winter because he didn't do that side. Um, but he's from Miami, so I was like, Okay, we could do the summer side. I know you want the summer. Um, but it's so fun because Santa is in like his swimsuit and he's in like inner tubes and you like, you know, walk over sleeping alligators and Santa is snoring because he fell asleep on the beach. Uh, so the summer side super fun where the winter side is more Christmassy. There's igloos and um, little things like that. You can step on um, snowflakes. So it's cute. So
1: cute. Yeah,
2: yeah I Yeah,
0: Jesse would love it even more if there was a uh, winter summer 75 between 85 degree yeah. land course that is only during that 10 <laughs> or a Halloween
1: golf course that would be
0: uh, if they did <gasps> halloween yeah that'd be amazing i would
1: live there that would be amazing. me too
0: yeah no uh, christmas is better um let's <laughs> move on uh so <laughs> there's some really amazing unique forms of transportation on walt disney world property and frankly they used to just it, like for people on the surface, you might just think we just use this to get to the theme parks, right? <laughs> wrong, okay, wrong. folks. Wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, technically right, but also wrong, okay? Because the Disney Skyliner can be a day in itself, uh, yep. and the monorail can be utilized as a day in itself, and even the even the boat rides, which I personally love, they're extremely relaxing.
2: Oh, from- absolutely
0: you know outside bay lake and everything or the epcot and hollywood studios parks um you know in my opinion i could have an incredible day just exploring the skyliner and all the resorts on the skyliner amazing. especially yeah. leading all the way over to like the boardwalk beach club which is probably my favorite area in walt disney world um so it's it's really amazing but for you guys um why why would you recommend um, to guess, like, just, you know, if you're having an open day in your trip, why maybe explore, you know, the Skyliner or the monorail or, you know, either one of those.
2: Yeah, um, personally, we did talk about this in a little, a little bit in our last episode, but the Disney Springs boats, where it takes you to the Springs locations, that one is so much fun because you get to experience French Quarter and Riverside, the Port Orleans area, um, So those are so neat because you can actually take the boat to one of them and then walk to the other ones as well. Um, Plus they have really amazing restaurants over there, very different food. So that one is super fun. You can also walk to the Old Key West areas and Saratoga if you really wanted to. The boat is a lot easier. Um, Usually I'll do half and half. So I'll half walk, half boat, but it's just so much fun to be able to You know, have a day to just relax and explore those and see Disney Springs from a different side. Um, Most of the time you get really pretty views from the other side of the lake. So that's super fun. And then I also really love the monorail resorts. I know they're more of a classic, um, but it's one of those things that I'll jump on and off the monorail and especially during like the holidays. Um, for like the gingerbread houses and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, it makes it so convenient to just be like, oh, I'm just going to go grab a quick drink. Oh, I'm going to go grab a quick gingerbread bite or I'm going to go grab a a quick sandwich or mac and cheese at Gasparilla because that's delicious. Um, But yeah, no, it's it's just neat and it's fun and it's different. And people don't realize that you can actually just hop on and off the monorail. People are like, oh, wait, I don't have to be a guest there to go into the resort. And I'm like, nope, just hop on, hop off. And it's super easy.
0: Yeah,
1: I agree. It's a way to see something that you don't normally see. And like, yeah, you're not going to see the park either. You know, like Jesse said, the food options are unique. The merchandise is unique now. Yeah. You know, they do a lot of like resort specific collection so they have like Mm -hmm. a grand floridian collection and they have you know caribbean beach ears so they have like a very specific resort collections now um if you're a merchandise person such as myself and Um, the restaurants
2: at those resorts have their own merchandise at the resorts too
1: exactly so it's you know it's this very unique each resort is themed so wonderfully that you really get this very unique experience down to the food down to the merchandise you know every last thing that you're doing is just so heavily themed so it's it's just so great to spend your time doing something like that and again i go back to my main thesis of this whole episode is that it's just laid back choose your own adventure yeah you can do as much or as little as you want now you cannot swim in the resort pools which is something to note like no. That's a big Disney no-no. But I mean, yeah. you can do everything else. You can walk around the Polynesian and get a Dole Whip and go down by the water and watch the fireworks at night or just play on the beach. And, you know, there's just so many wonderful things to do where you can, you know, like we were saying, Christmas time. I mean, that's what my family does every Christmas. We just go yeah. and park at one and eat something. And then we kind of take the monorail around and see all the different Christmas things and stop for festive drinks along the way and festive little treats. And the kids love it because that's one of the days where we're like, yeah, you can have 18 marshmallows. That's fine. It's cool. Don't worry. Just, yeah, sure. Another cookie? Yeah, why not? So they like that aspect more of it almost because, you know, that's all you're doing is kind of eating and tasting things and, you know. So. that's all
0: really disney is it's just eating and walking <laughs> yeah you eat and you walk they they also eating have really trading. fun pin boards if
2: you yeah. go into the stores sometimes like the polynesian brings out like their giant board certain times of the day if you catch it right yeah um, so that's fun too just to go pin trading around all the resorts if you're a pin, and trader.
1: they have like little crafts too i was at polynesian yeah. before and they had like you can make the um the beads the beads like they have little things set up for the kids that you can do and it's an extra yeah. cost but I mean like again it's so like key. 10 or 15 like, bucks else-
2: for some of it
1: yeah but where else yeah. are you going to do that like you're not going to do that in Adventureland you're not going to do that in <laughs> any of the parks so it's like here's again this really unique experience and this unique souvenir you're bringing home from your trip that you're not going right. to get in the park so I love it's it. just such a, yeah a great way to spend your time
0: yeah, I I agree. I obviously I'm biased because I love the holidays, so I yeah. I really love the Monorail Resorts during the holiday season. The gingerbread houses are incredible. Each you know, resort has a huge display. The Wilderness Lodge in itself might be the most yeah. gorgeous during the holiday season. Yeah. So you can take a boat ride over there if you want to continue your little uh, monorail adventure. You can't take the monorail over there, but you can jump on a boat. <laughs> so either way, those resorts, spending time exploring those resorts, and you know, especially let's say you're staying at, I don't know, for the sake of an example, let's say you're staying at Caribbean Beach, like or Pop Century, like, yes, you are on the Skyliner Resort, so it's very easy for you to explore those Skyliner Resorts, and you yeah. really should. You should spend a day doing that. But if you have the extra time and you feel like it, Go check out the monorail resorts because it's not really near where your hotel is so there's a lot of property that you get to explore and check out that you wouldn't have otherwise and the thing about Walt Disney World that so many people forget about is just how grand and how big it is I mean we're talking about you know hundreds and hundreds of acres and, and yeah. lots of locations for you to explore and see and and that's really what brings us into our next big point here, which is just exploring these resorts. Now, we've already talked a lot about this, but beyond the monorail and the Skyliner resorts, um, I personally really love going to the boardwalk. And I know the boardwalk can be considered on the Skyliner um, you know, yeah. section, but I can't even tell you how many fond memories I've had now just... Spent on the boardwalk. I mean, just this past weekend, my wife's family was in town and uh, they love the boardwalk. It's like the thing they love to do. So we went and grabbed some boardwalk pizza, sat on the boardwalk and, you know, grabbed a few drinks, did a few laps. It was wonderful. And it's always wonderful over there. But there's a dueling piano bar. There's, a, you know, there's so much to Vampal. see. You know so
1: abracadabra is so fun it's so unique like there's so many cute little nooks like that all over the resorts but yeah boardwalk especially
0: yeah and and beyond that like what what resorts stick out to you guys that you think people should explore if they had a free day on their trip to walt disney world that wasn't included in park intensive and they want to go check out some of these disney resorts like what other resorts can you guys think of? Like, you know, Port Orleans is obviously gorgeous. You got Animal Kingdom gorgeous. Lodge. Animal Kingdom Lodge deserves some love too. So what yeah. what sort of uh, resorts can you guys think of before we continue?
2: I mean, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I love Art of Animation. It is you know a lower key hotel but you walk into art of animation and there's just drawings and sketches and colors and just the cast members are so nice over there everyone's just so happy all the time i don't know if i just hit it on a good day every single time but it is always so fun like the cast members are so vibrant just like the walls behind them um and it's just cool to see all the artwork around it's just a different hotel compared to like the grand floridian for example where absolutely stunning but it's the grand floridian you're expecting that you're paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars a night to stay there um so you expect it to be grand but mm-hmm. art of animation people don't really talk about it very much it's you know more lower key like pop century which again also amazing hotel the artwork the you know the songs that are playing when you walk through it it's just so neat to me i i love the value resorts for some reason or mid to moderate i guess yeah yeah
1: I don't have one. I honestly, there's, there's great things about all of them. Like it doesn't matter whether it's a value or it's deluxe. Like you'll just, you will, every one of them, like, cause Jesse's talking about art of animation and I'm like, Oh yeah. Like drop-off bar always has really fun drinks. And I'm like, well, wait, other ones do too. Like, but like those are unique there, but they're different, Mm -hmm. unique drinks somewhere else. So it's like, it doesn't. They're all just – they all have so much to offer. They really do. Even, like, from, you know, again, staying – and, you know, not that we're talking about staying at these right now, but, I mean, even I'm thinking about, you know, November, we're going to do the um, 5K, the Run Disney race, and I'm like, oh, I'll get a room for the weekend. And I'm like, well, where, though? Because there's so many options. (laughs) You know, it's like, where do you – I don't know. It's like all these wonderful possibilities, you know, (laughs) like where should we go? So
0: I know. And and Kristen saying that as someone who lives here. So if you're planning your Disney trip and you're confused about where you should stay or that's the beauty of one booking, your Walt Disney world trip and coming back and and back again and again and again, it's what makes this destination so repeatable. It makes this such a repeat vacation destination. And, and it's also goes back to what we were talking about earlier with getting a Mickey travels agent, because, you know, getting a Mickey travels agent, then you have that Disney vacation planner who can help you. If you're, if you're talking to them and you're, Oh my gosh, I don't know where to stay they can literally ask you like, what's your interests. And if you like had this fond trip with your mom to, you know, new Orleans in the, in the nineties or something, and that comes up, they're going to tell you, Hey, did you know there's a fully right. like new Orleans themed hotel that yeah. sells beignets and plays wow. piano. And like, it's, it's, it looks like you're walking into, you know, new Orleans, like, you know, or, if you want to go see a giraffe out your window, you can do that. That's the magic of it's these so hotels. Cool. So, it's it's really amazing, and and there's really like you guys said, there's not a bad hotel on property, and, no, and every hotel all has its own magic. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, they're
2: all so different.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So highly suggest taking your time to explore these resorts. And with that comes exploring the Disney Skyliner as well as the monorail. But let's move on to our last few before we wrap up today's episode. Uh, We'll jump through these a little bit quicker than usual just because they're not as intensive as some of our other topics. But just quickly wanted to mention some of the other cool things you can do on Disney property. For example, you can rent a boat for fishing. You can go uh, rent a boat for a fireworks uh, boat cruise, which is pretty cool. Um, You can even rent bigger boats uh, beyond that. Um, But uh, I love seeing families on like pontoon boats for uh, the fireworks boat cruises that you can rent out. It's, it's really incredible because you know they're making that little like core memory that family together um that you're you can't get when you're in a park surrounded by tens of thousands of people you just got your family there on that boat and you get to enjoy the fireworks so that's that's really cool to me obviously people are into fishing and and kayaking and and horseback riding and and some of the other offerings some of which have yet to return due to covid but some of which are back um horse-drawn carriages that's one over at port orleans that i was like a core memory for me i was it was my third year anniversary with uh my now wife and um I, like, surprised her with one of those things. I thought I was the coolest person alive. Uh, turns out <laughs> I'm not the coolest person alive. But point is, cool,
2: it, was a,
0: it was a very romantic, cool experience. So, yeah, That's any fun. of those extras. And beyond that, renting a Surrey bike, which I, frankly, didn't even know what the word meant before Disney World. The bikes
2: but, are so much fun. Bikes, yeah. And
1: the hush, horse-drawn carriages, too, at some resorts.
0: Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I was just mentioning that at Porter Leeds, but they do have those, uh, they did have them at Wilderness Lodge yes, as well. Like, that's what I was thinking of. i sitting like, there's, sitting lots like, of there's other...
1: another one.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's, there's lots of those additional offerings. Have you guys ever taken advantage of any of those additional offerings during your trips or during your even weekends, really?
2: Yeah. So I haven't done like the individual pontoon boat, but I have done a fireworks cruise Um, and it was like a dessert party and that was super fun. Um, so I did do that like once upon a time, I think it was like back in 2018, I had just like moved up to Orlando. Um, but that was so much fun. I was like, wow, I could watch the fireworks from like the boat. And they also do like the ferry boat dessert cruises where you can do that on the ferry and watch the fireworks from the ferry, which is also really neat. Um, so I've done that as well. And then I have also done the bikes. But you have to have a good team with you to do the bikes because if one person doesn't pedal, yeah. it makes it way harder for everybody else. <laughs> so get a good team with you if you're going to rent a bike because they're, they're, you need four people. Yeah, I did the bikes yeah. as a
1: kid yeah. with my parents and I must have some sort of like trauma from that because <laughs> I've not done it with you're my doing, own no. kids. So I think it's probably like, yeah, I, I kind of vaguely remember that struggle of like not everybody you need a, you weight. need a good
2: team i don't some strong legs no my
1: kids are young still so i don't know that i their little legs not yet it. but i did do it wait till they're team. teenagers yeah, yeah.
0: You know, the three of us will go sometime all right we'll take a surrey bike ride the
1: Field three trip. of us
0: it, maybe we'll even record a pod while biking oh, that would be um, so banging. and yeah and also uh for for our listener uh definitely go check out um The swan boats at a swan and dolphin. Uh, Those are fun. That I've never done. And I do want to do those.
1: I remember getting out the first time I saw them and like, nobody was
0: as excited as
1: I was. And I was like, but they're swans. They're swan boats, people. They're swan boats.
0: (laughs) I was showing my wife them and she's like, "Mm, I don't want to put in effort while I'm on a boat. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that's fair. But either way, it's exciting. uh, They're swan boats. Yeah. Kristen, Kristen wants you to know that they are in fact shaped like swans. So They are. used to have there.
1: swan boats. They got a neck and a beak and everything. the Magic Kingdom back in the day. I know I'm older. They had like swan boats in the Magic Kingdom and like the, the canals there. And uh, yeah, they're a thing of the past. But if you are feeling really nostalgic and you want to feel like it's the 70s again, just go to the swan and just gaze upon the
0: swan <laughs> boats and there you go gaze upon gaze upon. yeah no i i i agree i think there's so many little extras and additions to uh walt disney world vacation and again i know i mentioned it a few times but these are the things that make using a disney travel agent pay off and uh you can really book these things ahead of time you can learn more about them and it just they're they're additions and for those of you who've Maybe listening to this podcast, you've been to the Disney parks many times and you're looking for something unique to do on your next trip. There are those things available. I mean, the reason my family was able to go once a year from 2004 through 2015, whenever we stopped doing that, like beyond the fact that obviously my mom and my family enjoyed these trips was we were able to make it unique every time. It wasn't just you're going and then going to the parks like we did unique things every trip. We stayed at different resorts, we saw different shows, we ate at different restaurants, we experienced different pools and, you know, and it's that's what makes these parks so special. So, yeah, I mean, overall, I think there's so much to do for guests out there and and if you are staying at a Disney resort, My last note here is give yourself a pool day. Every single Walt Disney World resort has amazing pools. Just enjoy your resort. Enjoy the resort. Explore your own resort before you start exploring the other resorts. I I can't even tell you how many guests I hear. They're like, leave, and they're like, yeah, we spent – it's been like three hours at the hotel, uh the whole trip. Yeah, we just um, slept there. Like, I'm
1: like, why? It's,
0: it's like it's it,
2: so nice. You're paying a lot of
0: money for these resorts and they're very gorgeous. Like explore them for at least a few hours here and there and, and
2: us as locals we use them as staycations. Yeah.
0: It's true. We get a, do that
2: all the time. We'll get a hotel just yeah, just to yeah. get a staycation yeah. for a break. Yeah. They're so I nice.
0: A, I was literally at the Swan this past weekend. It's yeah. true. I'm at Coronado next weekend. Wait, I might might have a problem. Anyways, let's move on. (laughs) The point is, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, (laughs) No, uh, in all seriousness, we do hope this podcast helped bring you guys lots of good planning tips, good advice, and you know, tips and tricks for your future trips to Walt Disney World. Yeah, that was a tongue twister. And oh. if you do want to continue to follow along with us in all things Disney, obviously follow along with us over on the blog, but you can also follow Mickey Wog on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. We're officially releasing some very fun YouTube videos. So go check us out over on YouTube where you can also watch every single one of these episodes. So you don't have to just listen to us. You can literally watch Kristen's dramatic facial expressions when dramatic. she looks at me after I complain about living with the land. You can watch that happen Ooh. in real time. We don't time. have enough
1: time for a discussion on that, but that's going to be a whole <laughs> no. episode because I can't.
0: We, we've talked about it enough on this
1: podcast. No, we've read the comments and people have thoughts, so I think we need to give the people what they want and discuss this. Oh, and yeah. it open. We're, form. we're, not, whole, over it. we're not over
0: it. Oh, man. Don't make me get Thank my props. You so much. I'll get them. <laughs> We don't, we, we've seen the props. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you so much to everybody for listening to this episode. For more Mickey blog episodes, continue to subscribe and follow along with every new Friday comes a new edition of the Mickey blog podcast. My name is Jared.
1: I'm Jesse. I'm Kristen. And
0: Thanks we'll see guys. you guys next time.
1: Thank you. Bye. 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 <laughs>